Hey guys, uh, welcome back to Tribe of Nerds. We are officially one week away from our next MCU project. We're already done with WandaVision. We're on to Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Um, so that would be project number 25 of the MCU officially. Um, so here we're going to talk about like what we think of the plot, basically what has been like revealed by the press already. It was gotten to see the first episode so far and like from previews and whatnot. Um, and then we will talk about the characters individually that we at least know of and predictions and theories for what exactly we think is going to happen next week. So... What do you guys think the general plot of this show is going to be? I think it's going to involve uh, Zemo again. Mm-hmm. And mm, I think a lot of it will have to do deal with like Sam just like having to adopt the role of Captain America eventually. Right. And... I think it'll have to explore them, like, both Falcon and Winter Soldier, like, at least trying to get along. Because, like, if you if you watched the uh, trailer or whatever, yeah, like, you know, you have the one guy being like, Ooh, this is a terrible time. The world needs new heroes. But, like, I feel like because of, like, the Sokovia Accords or some dumb shit like that, yeah. the government is going to be like, no, not like that, whenever like sam and bucky try to like actually do something right so i think they're gonna have like an enemy both in like the government and whatever super villain they put in this right most like it's gonna be a very very personal show yeah well that i think that's something we can gather now having watched wandavision all the way through and how that was very personally focused on wanda and vision and so i think we can have a better idea of how these shows will work. Uh, Josh, what what are your thoughts on the plot of this show? Well, I think that it's basically gonna... It's gonna feel like it continues off where Infinity War ends. Or Endgame? Not ends, but like begins. Because it, I think it's basically just gonna continue with yeah, they were, like, out of existence for five years, and then they came back and right. saved the world. But the government does not forgive you. Like, they're still going to consider them a threat, and I think that Sam and Bucky are still going to be on the run. Right, right, right. At least, I see like, they might go to Steve's funeral, and that might be where the government first tries to nab them. Because they're like, we know that they're going to show up. They wouldn't miss this for the world. Um... But yeah, I think that'll be the biggest thing because obviously Cap wanted Sam to be Captain America and like the biggest reason he can't in the government's eyes is because he's a criminal. That's where they left off with him. The last time that he was alive, he was a criminal and he was in jail, but he was a fugitive on the run. And so I think that the government's going to jump right into that bullshit again. Unfortunately. And that's why Sharon's like, look at us all back together. <laughs> and yeah, I fucking hate Sharon. Oh, geez. Tell. We'll talk about her a little bit here. Yeah. It, she drives me. I think it's so fucking weird. I hate her. But not the actress. I'm sure she's great. Yeah. 
Well, like, the character's so stupid. But, yeah, um, I think that's why she's like, look at us all back together. And it's just going to continue pissing me off that superheroes have to fight bad guys and the government. I usually link both of them together. Mm -hmm. And, yeah, uh, number one, Zemo looks fucking awesome. I know. He beats the fuck out of them. I, like, damn. Plus, I love, I'm, I've been waiting for so long, Sebastian Stan to get a fucking haircut. <laughs> His haircut in the first movie was great. I was like, oh my god, yeah, he looks good. And then he just had long hair. I was like, you know what, I love this rough and edgy look, but get rid of it. He's not rough and edgy anymore because they took that shit out of his head. So now he's in control of himself. Right. So what does that mean? Get a fucking haircut. Take a shower. Polish your arm. Like, make sure that you're well taken care of. And I love his new outfit. Both of their outfits are beautiful. Agreed. The new wings look great. The new the, like, uh, arm made out of vibranium. And I think I saw a teaser where he like mentions it to Sam. He's like, I have a vibranium arm. And I was like, that is a flex. Like, <laughs> yeah. There's no way around that. That's a fucking flex. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think that's going to be the general, like, thing of the show. Like, Sam's like, yeah, Cap wanted me to be Captain America. And Cap from the grave is like, eh. Like, <laughs> just couldn't be Bucky. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> the government's like, it's going to be Ross. I know it. If Ross shows up. Thunderbolt I'm Ross is probably. I fucking hate him. He's going to show up and go like, you know you're still a criminal. I'm like, where is the fucking Hulk when you need him? Like, granted, now he's Professor Hulk and all that bullshit. And he has her arm. (laughs) I wish that he was back to his crazy ass, like, let me kill everything, because I want him to rip Ross in half. I hate that motherfucker. I'm glad he died in Snap. Yeah. um... If he didn't, I hope we can go back and change that. (laughs) Fuck him. Well, we know Ross showed up at Tony Stark's funeral, so... Well, yeah, but that was after. Right, well, I know, I'm just saying that he, you know... Also, he shouldn't have fucking been there! He was a prick! I know that's a whole side thing, but still, it had to be said. Yeah, well, I... Yeah, we'll just save that for the Endgame podcast. (laughs) But, um... That's gonna be, like, eight hours long. I know. It's going to be a long one, which is why it's going to be by itself (laughs) when we record it. Um, Okay, so let's... um, The other issue, I guess, with the government we just mentioned, you know, I had another thought of, you know, is this... You know, this could also be a a racial issue, unfortunately, um, because the government is a bunch of dicks. Um... They are going to think Sam shouldn't be Captain America um, for racial reasons, unfortunately, that they could just be like, okay, well, we're going to take the shield away because we, you know, we want it to be someone under our control and someone, yeah, it, I just, I have a feeling like the show might go that route, which is an important route to tackle, like 100%, I think in terms of, like, how Sam is going to deal with this, because it's something that's happening in the real world. So I guess, do you guys think we're going to see some of that in this show? I think so, Mm -hmm. but I don't know how large of a role it might play. Mm -hmm. I really hope it's, like, 
a serious topic in the show. Right. Because, like, in real life, like, he wouldn't, like, aside from, like, you know, like, any, like, Sokovia Accords, Accord stuff, like, he wouldn't be, like, granted, like, the shield in the eyes of the government. Because, right. like, if, if, if it was, like, our government, they'd be like, yeah, sorry, we can't actually give you the shield. And right. They, you know. You know, and they, or they would just be like, here, you could be his sidekick. Yeah. And, or something like that. Um, so I think, I think it would be for the best if they really just kind of like made that a theme. And yeah, I think that would, I think that would be neat. We will just have to see though. Yeah. Josh, what do you think on that? I think it definitely could. Mm-hmm. Because uh, it is a big thing that our government has a horrible history with. Right. But, yeah, I am. Yeah. I mean, yeah, shit could go horribly wrong very quick with that. Not mm-hmm. like them using it, but like, oh my god. That being like a thing where like that's one of the reasons why they can't let him take the mantle. Mm-hmm. And it's it yeah I can see them being that shitty. I'm like damn. Yeah, it, and like I think um Anthony Mackey he, I think he made a post about uh on social media about I saw it on Twitter he I think I retweeted it but it uh it's him basically saying that this show is going to deal with like diversity and you know, inclusion and a lot, like, racial issues. So I think he said that, that this was going to deal with some of that. So, um, which is a very good thing, and I'm glad that the MCU is moving towards more diversity. Um, which, you know... Oh, sure. Yeah. So, it's, um... Because, I mean, we've, you know... I'm, I'm thinking, because, I mean, the, the only... I mean, we're, we're slowly gaining more even, like, just black superheroes as well in general. Because it only started out as, like, Rhodey and then Sam and then T'Challa. And then, like, you know, I mean, like, and then you had Okoye and Shuri. I mean, and, you know, M'Baku and them. But, like, it really... Now we're going to be adding more, of course. Monica just happened in WandaVision. So, I mean, we're we're, we're moving down that track and... Hopefully we can also add, you know, obviously we're going to be adding Asian representation in Shang-Chi, and then we're going to be getting hopefully some more uh, LGBT uh, representation. I'm not, I'm trying to remember, because I mean, I, isn't the only like openly gay character, wasn't it Joe Russo's character in Endgame that's the only openly gay character so far? Yeah, I think that's the only um, one that's like at least alluded to it. Which, like, it was kind of neat. It was like, oh, hey, but, um... Yeah. Yeah, they have yet to add, like, uh, more characters under that umbrella. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's that's the only one so far. I believe Kevin Feige has hinted that they're gonna go that route with Valkyrie. Yep, I've heard that. And I was gonna say I that. I know that I think a character in Eternals is yes. gonna be uh, married to his partner. I think it's gonna be, uh... Yeah, I think there's going to be a relationship in the Eternals that's part of the community. Mm-hmm. Um, plus, we could get Kumal Nanjiani, which 
I fucking love him. He's gonna be now good. Like, yeah. He could cut glass with his fucking jawline. It's insane. Yeah, he's um uh uh Pakistan or Middle Eastern representation, right? Pakistani. Uh, I believe so. Yeah. Okay. I just yeah. So I mean, we're going to get that as well. Um, so, um. Oscar Isaac playing Moon Knight as well. If that like, I think that's confirmed now too. I think Oscar Isaac is Hispanic. I believe that'll be so freaking sweet, dude. Yeah. So and Moon Knight is a character. I think is Egyptian, but um, yeah. So um, yeah. So it'll be nice as we add more representation. We're also going to be getting Ironheart. Riri Williams, I believe, is is a black character as well. We're going to be getting her. Um, so yeah, and and Valkyrie, like we mentioned, is also another uh, black character who in the comics was <laughs> white and blonde. So luckily they've you know made her uh, much more diverse than in the comics. So. Um, but, okay, so, we're gonna move on to our individual character thoughts, um, so, we've got Falcon and Bucky, let's talk about the relationship, there's been, uh, trailers and things that have come out with, uh, some really fun banter, I mean, today I watched the one with their conversation about, like, um, Sam being like, oh yeah, Red Wing scoped out this area or whatever, and Bucky's like, I'm not gonna listen to Red Wing, and it's, and then they're talking about, they, they do name drop Doctor Strange, so another Doctor Strange reference, meaning Strange is gonna have a big influence moving forward, of course, and then, like, they, there's a Lord of the Rings reference, and <laughs> Bucky's been reading The Hobbit when, he read The Hobbit when it first came out in 1937, the, the banter is really is I think is going to be really really fun in the show between these two. I think it'll be like a really fun dynamic to see like an entire series of because we just saw them like kind of tense in um, Civil War. Yeah. Um, and maybe another. Um, and I think by the end of the show they might actually like tolerate each other you know what i mean yeah like actually be able to work together without being like hey screw you you did you know this and this and you know all that and i think when like i think as they find redemption for each other they might be able to find redemption for themselves i think they both have a lot of baggage so oh for like, sure maybe if they work together they'll you know find some sort of resolution yeah, agreed for sure. Uh, Josh? I love how much they hate each other. And like <laughs> now I think they're definitely working towards not hating each other, which I'm also going to like. Because I'm <laughs> sometimes I'm like, man, just shut the fuck up. Like, y'all got more to worry about. Like in Civil War when he's like, you couldn't have done that earlier? Yeah. So much. I was like, you know what? Yeah, that's funny. But like... <laughs> Yeah, so the time I'm like, just be friends. Like, fuck, man. Can you move your seat up? No. No. <laughs> then he just moves over to the other side of the car. <laughs> but, like, yeah, they're, like, it's kind of like a bickering where I don't think they actually hate each other, but I think they just like to fuck with each other and get on their nerves. 
and which is perfect because that's me with everybody. Yeah. So I'm like, yeah, you know, I'm spotting that. I'm like, they don't really hate each other. They just they just like to mess with each other, get a, get each other riled up, and then they do what they got to do. I mean, I'm pretty sure like, um, like Falcon really or Sam. Sam's his actual name. I'm pretty sure he like wouldn't be too stoked about like Bucky like you know murdering people yeah just like being MIA and stuff like he might just like be mad on behalf of Steve even though Steve like obviously wasn't mad himself but he still might be like hey man like wasn't cool we're we're not we're not pals here you know what I mean yeah well I think that's set been said in the trailers like they literally tell each other we're not friends we're like co-workers at best so right right um well and i and also like how is the world gonna react to bucky still being like out and about because are those you know they didn't you know is everybody gonna be uh, still afraid of him for all the kills that he made as the winter soldier um so i i mean that was a big that was a big deal yeah he was like he was like literally like on the run, you know what I mean? Like, people were after him, so... Right. It'll be interesting. Maybe he'll be, like, seen as, like, you know, not, like, not a threat after he did the whole, like, save the world thing. Yeah. Yeah, the... That could be it. I mean, we thought the Sokovia Accords might be done, but it doesn't seem like they are. The government still wants to control things, so it's kind of like... I don't know. It's maybe they're cracking down on them more because the blip happened. I don't know. So mm-hmm. I guess we'll have to see. Cause I mean, this might be the first show more so where we really get to see if these Sokovia Accords are still in effect. Cause we didn't really see that cause there wasn't really any room to explore it in WandaVision and there's going to be more room to explore it here. So, mm-hmm. yeah. so, um, alright, well, uh, Josh hates Sharon Carter, so let's talk about Emily Van Camp's character of Sharon Carter. Last we saw her, she was making out <laughs> Steve, and, yeah, I mean, that, that happened, um, and I believe I watched the Legends episode this morning, um, cause they released them not only on Bucking Falcon, but, or Bucking Sam, but also, um, but also Sharon and Zemo. And the Sharon one, they literally cut it off before Steve and Sharon kissed in Civil War. Like, they literally cut off the scene. And because so Marvel Studios wants to forget about that, too. Yeah, they, they kind of jumped the gun right there. Yeah. <laughs> I can't remember a whole lot about her character. But if they manage to make her more interesting. Yeah. I'll, I, I'll care. You know, like, I'll be interested to see what, what happens. Um, I mean, they made me, like, happy to see Jimmy Woo. Even though, like, before WandaVision started, I'm like, they're gonna put Jimmy Woo on the show? Like, what the what good could that possibly do? Now Jimmy's the and man. He was, like, he was awesome, like, the entire show. So, like... Yeah. Or even Darcy. We liked Darcy. Yeah. I mean, she didn't get as much time as she 
needed, but that was also because of COVID uh, reshoots. So, <laughs> but um, yeah, Josh, what are your what are your unfiltered thoughts on Sharon Carter? Uh, she is very annoying. She barely does anything. Like she helps Steve like what once? In uh, that movie? Winter Soldier and Civil War. She helps him in those two movies, I think. Yeah, and I hate her in both. <laughs> I totally fucking forgot she was even in Winter Soldier. Yeah, I remember from Civil War. Oh yeah, because he knew her in uh, Winter Soldier, and then at Civil War, he's like, "Peggy was shot at." And she's like, yeah, I didn't tell you. I thought that would be weird. And then they kiss. I'm like, you didn't think that would be weird? Fucking weirdo? Yeah, she, oh my god, so weird. Like, I'm willing to give her a second shot. Like, honestly, thank god Steve's dead, because they probably would have kept fucking this up if he was alive. Yeah. Like, yeah, that was a mistake. And he's like, yeah, I used to fuck your aunt. Like, that was weird. And I'm like, yeah, that is kind of fucking weird, Steve. Like, you were fucking, you were, you slamming them cheeks before her fucking mom was even born. Like, dude, what's wrong with you? Jeez. Yeah. Think about it. That I, man's like a hundred years old. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not denying that. It was such a bad thing. I don't know why the Russos made that decision or why Kevin like, okayed it. Like, the Russos made fucking Endgame in Infinity War. And then, like, in Civil War, they're like, okay, what if we just do something really weird? I think Kevin was like, yeah, what if we don't do that again? And they're like, up on it. Let's make two really big movies to make people forget about this. <laughs> yeah, that's right. They were never going to make Infinity War or Endgame. They only made those team movies to make people forget about Sharon Carter in this fucking, <laughs> this horrible scene where they kiss for no reason. Yeah. And Bucky and Sam are smiling, and you can see the immediate regret on Steve's face. He's like, ew. Yeah. I, I don't know. It's... I mean, like, Civil War was good except for that moment. Like, among, you know... But, I mean, I was... All, it was, like... Everything else was good. But we talked about it uh, last week. But, um... But yeah, I mean, so it seems like Sharon was on the run because it seems it must have been, like, before the blip and ev the snap and whatnot happened, like, it seems like they, like, Ross must have found out that she helped uh, Steve out, um, I would think, right? Yeah. So, probably. So that's probably why she's on the run here because that's what it seems like but i guess we'll find out in this series what exactly happened to sharon after civil war be undercover and then she had to blow her cover because fucking uh whatever their name sam and bucky ruin it right right that's a possibility as well um okay do we have anything else to say on sharon or can we move on <laughs> we can move on okay Cool. Um, <laughs> I think we've said enough about her. Okay, let's... I really want to talk about Zemo here. Last week, JJ, Will, and I talked about Zemo. We ranked him. I believe he is sitting at... ninth right now, and we haven't gotten through the entire Infinity Saga yet, of course. He's at a 4.23 out of 6. 
I feel like that's a little low, but I also understand that it was a packed movie. But I really loved Zemo for the mere fact that he was a mental threat to the Avengers, and he knew he couldn't fight them, so instead he tried to, like, psychologically manipulate them into fighting each other. Um, which, at the moment, worked for a while till, you know, really till uh, half of them were snapped, half the universe was snapped, because then, like, they were forced to come back together. And up until that point, they were broken apart for, like, two years, right? Um, so, um, his, his plan worked for a little while, so I, I really like Zemo, um, I'm excited to see him get more development in something that's much less packed, so I, you know, if, if he ends up being the main villain and we get to rank him again, I think as long as he gets developed more and has more time to get fleshed out, then I think he could rank, uh, higher in this. Yeah, I think he has the potential to be pretty uh, cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I am also attracted to uh, the type of villainery villain uh, activities that uh, are you know fueled by like the psychological thing. Mm-hmm. Um, like I think it's cool when a supervillain is more of like just kind of that looming threat and they're not necessarily like a brute force. Um, And I can agree that he is rated a little too low in some aspects. Mm -hmm. Um, But I truthfully, I just think he hasn't had enough time in the MCU. Mm -hmm. And yeah, he was, he was a pretty good villain in like movies past, but um, people just don't really consider him when they're, like, stacking him up against, you know, all their other favorite villains. Right. But he's, he's neat, and I think he could play a really interesting role in the show. I don't know what is going to happen, but I'm excited to see him. Yeah. Um, Josh, your thoughts? Zemo's... I like his, uh, pants. <laughs> well, <laughs> He was super intelligent, and I loved his, uh, he was like, yeah, I'm doing this because it's their fault. My wife and kids are dead. I was like, right. okay, fuck, dude. And his dad. I'm like, okay, I, I can get behind that. I can get behind that. Mm-hmm. And even the line at the end where Ross is like, see it all fail. And he was like, did it? Or like, it didn't. And Ross is just like, you can see he's like. Yeah. Yeah, well, interestingly enough, there is two Rosses in the MCU. There's Thunderbolt Ross and then there's Everett Ross played by Martin Freeman. Yeah, so it was Martin Freeman's Ross that was like, yeah. There's yeah. only one good one. Yeah, yeah, I mean, Martin Freeman. Yeah, for sure. I would take Martin Freeman over uh, William Hurt any day. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, so... That moment from Civil War was great. I agree. I think another thing that I want to talk about is we finally get to see Zemo in his iconic comic uh, purple mask. And I saw this theory uh, that was like, Zemo might have just gotten this mask to intimidate whoever's left from the Avengers even more because of Thanos. So the purple mask is representing Thanos. And he's like, okay, I can psychologically like 
break these guys because, you know, everybody is, and just anybody in general, because everybody's still traumatized from Thanos. So, hmm. I saw that's that. Funny. So, I thought that was interesting. Yeah, that's pretty crazy. Um, Josh, you have any thoughts on, on that? If that's real, I swear to God, we're going to change his rank to number one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, it is, like, I really hope that's good, like, that that is the reason, or that is a reason. Um, we'll have to see once this series goes through, but I think Daniel Brühl is going to do a great job. Um, only other thing I'd seen Daniel Brühl in, is, I think, is in Glorious Bastards, um, I think. I think he was in that movie as one of the um, soldiers. Yep. So... Yeah, so I believe, um, yeah, I mean, I, I, uh, I, I believe he'll be, I believe he'll, he'll be good. Um, there's a reason why they brought him back. Um, if they didn't, I, if they didn't believe they could do something else with his character, I don't think they would have brought him back, so. He was, like, one of the first villains that they were like, you know what, we're just gonna lock him up instead of absolutely just fucking murdering him. Right, because yeah, because T'Challa was like, uh, you know, the living are not done with you yet, and just basically, I love that moment, like where T'Challa just is basically like, you know, I could murder this guy because he just he murdered my father and tried to blame uh, someone else for it, blame Bucky for it, but I'm going to restrain myself because I don't want to let vengeance consume me like it has everybody else. So, um, I love that moment. Yes. Um, uh, do we have anything else to say on Zemo? Not me, personally. Josh? Huge cock. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, I did have a theory, but I'm going to wait on it till my pr- premiere predictions. So, okay. One other character that we should talk about. It's a new character, uh, Wyatt Russell, who previously was in, uh, I believe, 22 Jump Street, and uh, he was also in an episode of Black Mirror um, that I've seen him in. Um, He is playing U.S. Agent John Walker, and we don't know too much other than it seems like this is the government's way of making a new Captain America, um, that they're going to take the shield away from Sam and give it to this guy. Um, and it's just, that's why, like, I think the Sokovia Accords in that way are going to come into effect because the government is taking control and using this to their benefit by choosing who they want to choose, which will be an interesting thing to follow. See, if they do that too, Mm -hmm. in my opinion, I feel like there's no way this guy is not going to turn out to be, like, some asshole villain. Mm-hmm. You know, like, just, like, some completely, like, evil Captain America shit or something. Right. Like, or just, like, a schmuck. Like, just, like, a complete, like, he, like, obviously does not fit the role. Right. Yeah, or he's just, like, I don't know. Like, you can just tell something's off about him. So, I don't know. Maybe he'll be, like, a secondary villain. I think that would be pretty neat. Yeah. But I, also, like, it would pitch him against Sam and Bucky, mm-hmm. which would also be pretty neat. But, yeah. Right. 
Uh, Josh, you have anything to say on U.S. Agent? I can't fucking wait for this guy. If I think they're using, at least when it looked like, I, I watched some uh, leaked behind-the-scenes footage where it showed them, like, filming, mm-hmm. and it looks like it's with a stunt double. Okay. And let me tell you, man, I swear on Ja, it fucking looks like they're using the exact same stunt double that was for Chris Evans. Because really? It, I swear, move for move, it looked exactly like how Captain America moves in the movies. That's crazy. Like, I, was, I was watching it. I was like, I feel like I'm watching something out of like Civil War, or like, not Civil War, Winter Soldier right now. Because it literally felt like a fucking... It looked, it had the same lighting, and it felt like a fight scene from Winter Soldier. Mm-hmm. I was like, if you're using the same guy for Chris Evans, number one, genius. And number two, it's going to be amazing because they're going to have, like, the same fighting style. So it's literally going to feel like we're watching Captain America. I hope that he is a tremendous douchebag. Like, he might be one of the nicest guys in the world. Just make him, like, Hulklander or something. Yeah, I really hope that he's, like, the worst fucking human being in the Marvel Universe. Because, like, we're going to need to hate him. Because if we love him, Chris Evans might get a little jealous. Because he <laughs> might also be like, bro, you know what? This American agent guy, you know, he's the real dude. And, but, like, I feel like they're going to make him a tremendous fucking dickbag. Mm-hmm. But, like, his also his star is different. It's not like the regular Captain America star. I'm looking at a picture of his helmet right now. Mm-hmm. And it kind of looks like... Um, you can look it up after the podcast, obviously. You'll probably see it. But it looks like... Kind of like the thing that Hamilton does. Where it's like the guy holding his finger up in the middle of a star. It looks like oh, okay. That. And it's it's kind of interesting. It looks pretty cool. Yeah, I I can't wait to see him. He's actually not even gonna lie. He is him and Zemo are the characters I'm most excited to see in this show. Like, yeah, there's the literal named characters. Like the name of the show, those are also the two main characters. But I'm more excited to see. Yeah, fuck Sharon. But I'm more excited to see American Agent and Zemo than mm-hmm. I am the two mains because i think they're gonna be brilliant yeah i i can agree um yeah i mean so i know that uh speaking on the douchebag comment i know in 22 jump street wyatt russell played he played the blonde guy the that was like the dickhead that was hanging out with channing tatum like the you know who i'm talking about right he was the he was the guy who was like the he was, like, the doofus that they were doing, like, the whole, like, fist through the wall or the ceiling or whatever. Mm. Okay. I, I'm bumping. Yeah, I, um... Yeah, no, so that so that's Wyatt Russell. So, I... In that movie, he played, like, a... 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 Goo, a like, a... Douchey, like, frat bro. So, I mean... I think, like, that he could definitely pull it off, so that's probably why they picked him for the U.S. agent, or, like, maybe one of the reasons. Um, so, like, I don't know. I, I think this will be good. Um, uh, 
uh, what what else was I gonna say? I can't remember, so I don't I don't want to stall. So, um, so yeah, no, I I mean it'll it'll be interesting. Um, okay, so I guess the only other thing I have for this week, um, we're gonna get into much obviously much more in depth podcasts uh, when we actually get into the series. But um, what are your guys' predictions for the premiere of Falcon and the Winter Soldier? I wanted to share some predictions um, just in general that I had that were kind of wild, but uh, I'll let you guys go first. Mm-hmm. So for the premiere, I think. It's going to lay out the groundwork for what the two have been up to recently. Or it could just give us like a little bit of information about what they were doing, you know, between the events of like two certain movies or whatever. Um, I don't know. It might, it might even start out just like it picks off up where uh, the end game left off and it doesn't necessarily like follow them in the start. Mm -hmm. It might just be a a matter of like giving us a wider glimpse of the world than what WandaVision did. Um, But for like the wider scale predictions, I think it's going to maybe bring them together a bit. And I think it's going to lay maybe the groundwork for another Avengers team iteration. Yeah. I think that would be neat if this was kind of like leading up to another like iteration of the Avengers, but I don't know if it will. Mm -hmm. That's kind of a big you know, that's kind of like a big leap of faith to, to take for Marvel to just like be like, okay, we need to think about our next, you know, lineup here. Um, it should honestly, it should just be like a generational thing. But yeah, for Falcon and Winter Soldier, I think it's going to take us to a couple surprising places. But other than that, I think it's just going to be mostly about Bucky and Sam's story about like, who they are and what they are and what they want to be, you know. Right, for sure. Um, Josh? Um, so what I, I think it's basically just going to be like a run-of-the-mill action with some development along the way, mm-hmm. but obviously it's going to be a little more exciting because we have some characters that we know or that we haven't seen yet. Um, maybe even like American agent is like, hey, the government has me doing this stuff, but like it's really shady. And I think they're trying to have me do some fucked up shit. Can I come with you? And it's one of those like, are we there yet? <laughs> American agent's like, yeah, let's fight some guys. And Sam's like, no, you fucking idiot. Like, I, <laughs> I, I wish, that'd be amazing. Or they send American agent after these two and they just fucking shit up or he fucks their shit up. Ooh, mm-hmm. twist. And, like, I, oh, my gosh. I Can you just imagine want... if they, like, they send, like, the American agent after them, and he, like, kind of acts like Captain America, but he's not really Captain America. He's like, sorry, the, the boss tells me I need to take you in alive. And he, like, proceeds <laughs> to, like, mercilessly, like, 
engage in combat with them. It just Batman's the fuck out of them. Yeah. Dude, dude I uh, I was thinking of one where he shows up and maybe it throws Bucky off. Kind of like how um, Steve was thrown off when he found out that Bucky was still alive. Mm-hmm. Like, maybe he sees that outfit and it just kind of throws him back to thinking about Steve because that was his best friend for years, so he's got to have some, like, Right. It, they're still going to be griefing. So, like, I think it's going to be really hard for them because if he shows up on the scene and he's basically dressed up like Cap, he's an off-brand Captain America, it might fuck with their mind a little bit. And granted, we don't know what kind of backup American agent's going to have. And also, like, dude, once again, I just want to see American agent whoop to mass. But it also looks like he's going to be a symbol for the country, probably because patriotism might be a little low because they did suffer through so much. Right. So I think it's going to be really great that they're going to have him as their kind of symbol. Because, like, Captain America's dead. Tony Stark is dead. They're like, wow, all the other Avengers are, like, fucking weird. So we need a symbol. And, like, it looks like they chose American Agent. They chose to replace Captain America. And, like, it might be interesting because maybe they do end up like beating American agent and it ends up like or they get in a fight with American agent and it ends up being like the government's trying to televise it to turn the public against Sam and Bucky because they're like look this is your symbol of hope fighting for justice and freedom and here are these fugitive terrorists fighting him and the whole public is like bro fuck them Mm -hmm. then Sharon Carter's at home like well I guess I gotta go kiss Steve's dead body and then, then join up with these two. And then she just fucking, that's why she's like, hey, well, I'm the run again. LOL. Should we win a Volkswagen bug? But, like, yeah, it's. I really hope that it does some fucked up shit. I think it's gonna be great. I think it's gonna be more run of the mill, obviously, the blonde division. Mm-hmm. But it's also, I think it's gonna be more like, oh, we're introducing new characters. And this is, like, maybe some of the later episodes, like how shows usually work, big shit's going to happen, and it's going to finally set up, like, the final thing it needs to. Right. But yeah. I also hope that we get to see Rhodey in this, possibly. That's There's a rumor that... that he's going to be in uh, Armor Wars. Yep, yep. And uh, supposedly with White Vision. And I know he's going to be in Armor Wars, and... Maybe Ironheart as well. Yeah. So I think that would be pretty cool if Rhodey kind of shows up because the last time they were in trouble, Rhodey was who they went to because he would still help them out. Right. So, like, yeah, I think that he could also be someone who, like, yeah, I have the inside scoop, but they don't fully trust me, so I can't tell you everything, which would be a perfect setup for, like, oh, I'm going to leak info, but I still can't help them enough because I don't have all the info because they don't trust me with everything. I can see that, and I know that also, like, we saw through, like, the, in Phase 3, that Sam and Rhodey have kind of bonded over both being military men, uh, and we know, like, when Sam got snapped, you have Rhodey, like, calling out Sam's name and being, like, you know, uh, you know, that they had that bond of both you know, not only being uh, black men, but also being in the military. 
you know, is the main connection. Um, so, um, I think that, that, I definitely think Rowdy could show up. I guess, (laughs) I don't want to, like, it's so hard because, like, I really want to hope that you're right, Josh, like, and that we're right that these, we're gonna get cameos, but also, like, after WandaVision where we thought certain cameos were gonna happen and then they didn't, like. Yeah, fuck that shit. (laughs) That, hmm. Aside from Evan Peters, which turned out to be... That, yeah, that even that was a fucking fate. Yeah. So, you know, I I don't want to set it too high. Um, you know, I, after thinking about it and after, you know, watching interviews, I have, you know, so there's some different thoughts uh, on a, a little bit on WandaVision. I still stand by, I think, I think we, I think... I stand by that WandaVision we ranked correctly last week. Because um, I think it was you know still... how many episodes are going to be in this show? But, yeah. Um, compared to WandaVision's nine, I think this was supposed to have six. Um, but, oh, oh, shit. But they are supposed to be 45 to 55 minutes long. So they are... Like, all these are supposed to be a little bit longer than WandaVision's. Okay. So, I and I think it makes sense, because WandaVision's also, like, sitcoms were generally half-hour long back in the day, like, throughout, you know, sitcom history. So, I mean, that made more sense for WandaVision here. It makes much more sense for these to be closer to an hour long. Um, so, I, I'm, so my, so my theory was, what if Zemo, and we brought up Thunderbolt Ross, what if, Ross is, like, using Zemo and U.S. Agent. What if they're setting up the Thunderbolts? Which is, like... That could be a very strong possibility. I thought I heard a rumor that uh, the Black Widow movie after credits... Well, I probably shouldn't be saying this out loud. But I heard something from Black Widow uh, (laughs) tease the Thunderbolts. I heard that, too... I didn't know whether to believe it or not, and I th- like, I think we could say it because we just could be flat out wrong, and we don't know what's true and what's not. So I mean, like, it- but you know, they they have a lot of time and resources. They could just like lay out the breadcrumb trail in this show too. It makes sense. Yeah. I have a question that might ruin my reputation, but what the fuck are the Thunderbolts? Okay, so so I'm. I guess Gabe would probably know more about them, but from what I understand, they're supposed to be, like, some sort of thing in the comics that Thunderbolt Ross formed is, like, his version of the Avengers, but, like, is that right, Gabe, or is, like... Yeah, it's just a bunch of assholes Ross got together as, like, you know, a little, like, team. Um, I can't remember. I'm pretty sure they're technically, like heroes like they're not they're not technically like evil doers mm-hmm. from, from what i remember but they're definitely not like a good group of people okay well so my theory was so let's say ross is also like pulling in villains from the past of the mcu as well to try to say that oh the government we reformed these villains into our own heroes but they're under our complete control so what if we're getting U.S. Agent Zemo. What if Ross gets the Abomination? Because we know Tim Roth is returning for She-Hulk. We got Abomination, um, and then he gets Justin Hammer. It's, you know, maybe Sam Rockwell's returning for Armor Wars. 
Um, they pull in like ghosts from Ant Man and the Wasp, uh, and um, what I are mean we, some sort of Suicide Squad. Yeah, I mean they could they could do something like that, and Ross could be like Thunderbolt. Ross could be like, see the government. We've reformed these like so called villains into like our own Avengers. They're completely under government supervision, other than your other Avengers who broke the law, like. This won't be happening because we have our new level of law enforcement that we have. So, I mean, that that is something um, that could happen. I think the roadie cameo has been rumored. Um, uh, oh, and also with the Thunderbolts, I think what Gabe was saying about Black Widow potentially teasing uh, Florence Pugh's character, Yelena, who is supposed to replace Natasha, which is why, you know, this is in Phase 4, um, that... There, that um, Yelena could be part of the Thunderbolts as well. So Florence Pugh could be part of the this team later on. Um, so, I mean, like... Uh, so that's a potential thing that they could set up by the end of the series. Of course, not for the premiere. For the premiere, I think we're going to see from the, what the, the press have been saying that there's going to be some action right away in the first episode, and then we're going to get to see some of this post-blip world and that Bucky's dealing with mental health issues and Sam is dealing with things with family. So we're going to get to see Sam's family for the first time, supposedly, and we don't know, like... Is Bucky still having certain... I mean, is he having problems missing Steve? Or, like, is... You know, did Wakanda, like, get rid of some of, like, the stuff that was going wrong with his mind? Or is he still having, like, some residual effects from everything? Yeah, we're gonna have to find out. Yeah. I think it's gonna be a lot of stuff that needs to be worked out yet for Bucky. I think we're going to see a lot of that stuff being worked out. For sure. Um, so I think, yeah, so I think next week, I guess that's my prediction. And I just think that based on WandaVision, I think this is going to be a very personal show for Sam and Bucky and the few other characters that are showing up. But other than that, I don't think it's going to go super... I know I just made this bold Thunderbolts thing at the end, which I, I'm not saying my like i want to hope that something like that gets teased but i highly doubt it at this point it's not a bad guess like it's not like it's a bad like prediction or anything but like i think with as we learn with wandavision just need to lower our expectations sometimes right not that you know the the mcu like does this thing where they like they interlace everything so like right i don't think it's like really out of you know left field or like bizarre to be like hey maybe they're doing this thing with this movie and stuff right and that's kind of what i'm i'm hoping like and this is only this is the second mcu project in phase four again we want to we want to know what they're teasing and we won't know i think till we get a few movies eventually and a few more series into it that we're going to see everything start to connect like by the time we get to spider-man no way home or doctor strange 2 then i think obviously we're gonna start seeing this stuff like start to come together um yeah because that those are supposed to connect to wandavision as 
Kevin Feige confirmed that Spider-Man and Strange are supposed to connect there. So, um, so at the very least, we'll eventually get there by, you know, hopefully the end of this year and beginning of next year. But that I guess that's the only things I have to say, I guess, in regards to next week and kind of my hopes for this series. Um, we'll see if Rhodey actually shows up. I think that it's a possibility, so... Yeah, like I said, we I just want to like lower our expectations for now till we get something big, and then we can like freak out and be on the podcast and be like, "This happened, this happened." True. So, yeah, I I'm excited. Um, it's gonna be fun, and just like Wandavision is right now, I believe is third in our MCU rankings. Um. Falcon and Winter Soldier could go up there as well. So, I mean, I don't think the MCU at this point is going to produce a bad product. I, They really haven't since, I would argue, since Thor The Dark World. So Yeah, it's the last one I can remember. Yeah, I mean, there's been, like, so, like, mad movies, but there's never been, like, something as bad as that. So, um, since then. So... Um, so yeah, that's all we have, I think, um, for this week, and the next week we'll get into the premiere, we'll break everything down like we did for WandaVision, and obviously we'll wait to rank Falcon and the Winter Soldier till the series finishes, so that we can properly rank it, um, and put it in with everything else, and by that point we should be caught up by the time Falcon and the Winter Soldier finishes with all 25, uh, movies, series, um, before Black Widow hopefully comes out. So, uh, tomorrow, um, JJ, Will, and I will be covering Doctor Strange and Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. Kearney Shine is going to be joining us as a guest, so we'll get to hear what Kearney thinks, um, kind of get his viewpoint on the MCU, so that's going to be very interesting. Um, Josh and Gay will probably be joining us, uh, in within the next couple weeks as well on to cover more of the movies um till we're caught up so that'll be fun and um we should have you guys the listeners covered till at least through at least april i believe and then we'll kind of see where everything falls at that point what we will cover at that point so um i believe that's all we have so we'll see you guys uh probably uh, we'll see you guys later this weekend and uh, next time on tribe of nerds